0: Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio, show 254, recorded at Big Dog Studios in Eugene, Oregon. Today's show is brought to you by The Practical Herbalist. You'll find all you ever wanted to know about making plants a part of your daily life at The Practical Herbalist. Learn more at thepracticalherbalist.com. Herbal medicines may come in neatly packaged boxes or beautifully labeled bottles today, but they were once rooted in the healing space of nature. We can still touch the magic and power of those spaces to deepen the medicine for ourselves and others. Today, we're talking with Bette Williams, author of, of The Wild Kindness, The Psilocybin Odyssey, and whose essays appear in Lucid News and Double Blind Magazine about ceremony, the mushrooms, and the medicine of ritual. Now, here are your hosts.
1: I'm Candace Hunter. I'm Patrick
0: Hunter. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Real Herbalism, Herbalism Radio. Radio.
1: Hey, Bette, welcome back. Hi. Hi. Oh, I'm so glad to have you here. It is always a fun time talking to you. One I'm
2: in Seligman, Arizona on a road trip. It just feels like I'm visiting you here, like surrounded in, in like a Route 66 vibe. Nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's probably a lot warmer there than it is here today, I bet. <laughs> yeah, it's like
2: 78
1: degrees. So. Oh, nice, nice. So one of the things that came up when I read The Wild Kindness, which really like spoke to me, was the concept of ceremony being in ceremony Mm. being you know doing performing the rituals and part of what spoke to me about it was the power of that but also there was that little part of me that little like suburban white girl that's like i don't have to do rituals i don't need to do any ceremony what are you talking about you know Uh that total defiant and i i I wanted to talk with you a little bit about that. What does it really mean? I mean, do I have to like, you know, show the sign of the cross and do the Eucharist? You know,
2: (laughs) I don't know. I think that white girl in you is really smart. This says like to not trust it because we've been we've been told that ceremonies like a certain thing. And so I think if people approach a a mushroom ceremony like, oh, you know, like if you it's funny because these are decolonizing medicines. They will decolonize the (laughs) heck out of you. And they will show you where the ideas were placed upon you by hierarchies of power. And you will probably see them. So that voice that says, why do I have to do ceremony? Because you, you don't, you know, Mm -hmm. like the mushroom itself. will. I believe that it gives you what you're ready for and what it needs. Um, which is very mysterious, what the mushroom needs. But sometimes you might take them and it may literally just say you need to exercise or you need to have fun or you need to do some art. Um, You could take it in the middle of a highway and it might suddenly say like, bitch, it's time to do ceremony. And (laughs) and so like one of the things, because I've been, um, I realize not everybody has had the experiences that I've had since I was 18 years old. I I was I've been brought into to sweat lodges and and it's something that you really don't talk about um, but I'm only saying it in terms of that I have a background in, in uh, being invited in red road ways and really really strict traditional ways so mm-hmm. so I I've, I've been invited into those circles since I was 18 and I'm over 50 now so I have a background in knowing what it's like to go in between worlds in the most um, you know if you were to say the most anthropological sense of the word world what ceremony word what ceremony is I understand what that is and And so I've learned that sometimes you're in ceremony, sometimes you're not. And I've also found that trying to define it too hardcore is not what ceremony wants, because it most of all wants you to be humble Mm -hmm. and to listen. Um, But ceremony is when you are literally in another world that is real. Um, and it's the spirit world and whatever that means. If you're with the ancestors, if you're with the plant devas, if you're in between worlds in terms of time being absolutely scrambled it, um, we have our entire human lineage with writing, painting, everything to say that we know what the heck we're doing. And that we know the difference between what's ceremony and not ceremony. We don't need to do more studies, right? Um, we have it, um, and for me, um, it was cemented when I went to outlet Jimenez, Mexico, and a dear friend who did, a, I mean, I, I only got to know her a little bit, but Kai Wingo, who did the Women in Theogens conference and invited me to speak in a high-dose African-American psilocybin community, she passed away in the middle of ceremony on a fast. Right. And she passed away when I was in Mexico. And I wasn't going to do ceremony because I was too distraught and I was taught you never spend money on ceremony. And I didn't want to do a tourist, right. be a tourist. And so somebody yeah. stuck me in a taxi and said, you're going up to this mountain. And I waited for hours and the elder Coandera came out. She must've been like 86. And, oh. and she just yeah. said to amiga Corazon. She didn't even know like what had happened that my mm-hmm. friend had suffered a heart attack on a fast. Um, yeah. And so ceremony began (laughs) and and when I began doing mushrooms, whenever I feel funny or weird or mediocre or sad, which was a lot of times I I would play the documentary film about Maria Sabina and you're literally hearing the sounds of ceremony going on the whole time. Mm -hmm. And it's a profound work of art, this film, I believe a ceremony in and of itself and done with that intention. And it's medicine, so one should give back. Like, if that film helps you, find a way to give back either to the Mazatec people or indigenous people where you live. But yeah, so I did the ceremony on the mountain in Wetla, and at the end, the Kuandera put tobacco and lime in my hands, and she said, the ceremony is over now. So I was still high as a kite, but there <laughs> is a distinct difference yeah. between when she said that and when she had passed and, and so when, after it was over, I started having those like Hieronymous Bosch visions. Like I think anyone who's done LSD and tried to sleep. They're just like, you're watching like, like it's like Duncan Trussell's midnight gospel. It's like a violent catastrophe of like <laughs> visuals. And, and like, I knew not to, pay attention because I wasn't in ceremony anymore and and ceremony meant that I was aware that the ancestors were with me I was aware that the healer that was with me that her spirits were there to help me I was aware that the directions were called in um, the elementals were called in the tobacco was called in all that Guadalupe everything was called in and and that stuff can happen by accident on on a mushroom. And mm-hmm. and the main thing to be prepared for for attending to ceremony is to realize that the mushroom will talk to you and it will tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. And so I I wonder, since I have a background in ceremony and I'm giving attention to the directions, I'm giving attention to the earth, I'm giving attention to water and fire and and the various plant spirits I work with. Um, that probably adds quite a bit. But I think if you're just starting out to say, like, I really want to know what you have to teach me, mushroom, and I'm humbling myself, and please show yourself in a way that I can handle so I can do this in a beautiful way. Um, asking plants directly what you want and desire respectfully, I think, is the first place to start. It's amazing how vocalizing things, Um, you know, we, we sing to plants, all the old ways when we wanted things to grow we made songs it's the origin of songs it's growing things and saying hey you know corn grow for me because if you don't grow it's gonna be a really shitty spring (laughs) (laughs) so like let's let's get dressed up and we're in a cute outfit for you because like we really need you to show up (laughs) you know like in sweat lodge ways like the songs are the Lakota songs are very simple it's just like hey hey north I want you to hang out. I really like you a lot. I hope you think I'm okay. I try to do my best. You know, yeah, right. so it's these, these simple conversations that are so important to create the space of, of ceremony. And 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 I think what Western culture has brought to that understanding is is the Freudian and Jungian understanding of the ego, right. like. Where is your ego sitting in this? And and can you put your ego in a right-sized way so you can allow a voice that isn't your own (laughs) to like come in and help you?
1: Right. And I I think what I am part of what I'm hearing as you're talking is that it's partially about the structure of your intention. Yeah you intend to walk into this with humility and Mm -hmm. care, knowing that you're just a small, humble human. Yeah. And the plant or the mushroom or whatever, whatever you're working with yeah. has much greater spiritual power or capacity to see further, yes. see in a way that you can't. And yes. so you're, you're walking in just saying, help me. Help me do yes. this so that I can handle it because I'm not even sure what I can handle, which mm-hmm. I think is, is a key to having whatever herbal medicine you might be working with really be successful.
2: Oh, yeah, you could do it with. I mean, I I would say the two most powerful plants that I consider, no, three that I'm in love with is June. I mean, there's so many, but juniper trees, Syrian rue, Paganum harmala, and yarrow. And I would happily put that on my altar and say, I just am here to listen to you tonight. Yeah. Whatever you have to teach me. And I'm sure that it would be a powerful ceremony. I mean, my friend um, who knows much more about the alchemical tradition than I do said that alchemy was what took down monarchies. It's what created economy outside of um, when we were serfs and things. And it makes me want to study more about old histories because um, one of the things that Western culture would like to ignore is that there's never one thing that saves us right if you focus just on one thing it's gonna screw you over because that's not the nature of how god works it's not the nature of how nature works right alchemy is relationship and only relationship work it's like the bible whenever two or three are gathered in my name Mm -hmm. it's there Two shall i be and i think that that two or more is three and that's the alchemy yeah, there's three is the, the backbone of alchemy. And so, so when we say when everyone's trying to sell this one thing, they're bound to fail, or you try one diet, you're bound to fail. So, so mushrooms will teach you a way of, of looking at relationship. And I think if you make it about the mushrooms, you'll get that same trickster thing. It's like gambling doesn't work. (laughs) It works for a minute. And then, oh, man, you try to make it be what's going to pay your bills is not going to (laughs) work.
1: Right. That is so true. I think one of the challenges of being a, you know, white person in North America is that many, Mm -hmm. many, many of us. Our our family ancestry is not rooted here. It it actually yes. came from Europe, and it came the the ways of Europe that most of us inherited were the ways of the Catholic or other Christian churches or the Judeo Christian yeah. religions. You know the the whole that and the, and there's nothing wrong with that. But the reality is that's actually not a European indigenous cultural thing that's actually a middle eastern indigenous cultural piece yeah which is absolutely fine i mean it's beautiful but when you're talking about moving into ceremony with the mushrooms for instance or any other you know cannabis yeah. any other psychoactive or mind-altering substance yeah you kinda need that really indigenous, rooted, natural where you come from kind of thing. And most of that was lost over a thousand years ago for a lot of the white peoples. Because yeah. Christianity and, and Judaism all kind of took over and, and Muslim, you know that yeah. whole grouping of the Trinity of, yeah. of that heritage. And so as we're, you know, here, you know, as as I, for instance, might be sitting here in Eugene, Oregon, thinking about doing ceremony. How do I do that in a way that doesn't rob from other local or other cultural traditions, but instead uses something respectfully? You know, how do I, how do I come up with that?
2: That's a challenge. Yeah, well, I think these conversations have gotten so out of hand with our Internet algorithms and interference and in the desire to create conflict ultimately that serves a power structure that is like Brown university or something, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, it's like, when I was finishing the last chapter, I had, I was not on any mushrooms or anything. I was just, I was, I had worked so hard to finish the last chapter and I was getting downloads. I didn't want to deal with, which were Mm that, the the illusion that we have been colonized, that white people have been calling like, well, one there's the understanding that we all had indigenous ways, mm-hmm. and that we were colonized right by the Catholics and the Crusades. But mm-hmm. spirit was telling me like, they didn't succeed. Like we're actually not, right. like we are still the organisms that is, that make up a human being right now. Yeah. And what if you entertain the idea that a whole aspect of yourself is not as survive the whole damn thing right (laughs) right because we just went through it a long ass time ago and then indigenous people in americas went through it um in like early 1800s yeah um it's like a recurring theme (laughs)
1: yeah yeah
2: Yeah. but like i think the human organism is um is genius and i don't think we've lost the ability at all and i don't think it's like that white people are less able to communicate to a plant with a plant than than an indigenous person um at all. What we have to respect is the is the politics that we have reparations to do with broken treaties and all these things. But as as human animals, we can talk to a plant today. Right. And and I don't think that we can quantify who's qualified more than any other person. And that that's the wonderful power of the psychedelic. And it's also what's lost. And when you get yeah. people who are like, oh, you know, I can, you know, pay these for everybody and this and that. It's like, no, we have a we have a historical culture to attend to. Right. And plants and the distribution of plants has always been politicized. Like, for instance, yeah, frankincense was the most traded substance in the history of the planet like think about that what does it do you can't put it in a slot machine you can't eat it it has no (laughs) nutrition it's like it just smells good and it has a really good vibe and like to think that that was traded more than any other thing in all of history like Mm -hmm. think about that i can't even wrap my head around that so like um in terms of ceremony and, and indigeneity um To do uh, like the mushrooms always say, keep it simple, keep it clean. And so there's a, um, and style is important. Beauty is important. Um, the song by Nirvana, come as you are is important. Yeah. (laughs) Come as you are like, are you a Buddhist? Are you a witch? Are you a Christian? Whatever's in your house, be beautiful. Bring who you are to the table. Um, and you know all these concepts are so fraught- alter you think of Christianity. just put the shit in front of you, sit down, yeah, and have a conversation. now, it's an altar, yeah, you know? yeah, make something pretty, like you can do it outside, you can do it in your house um and and psychedelics have a way of like wrapping your brain around whatever is holy and whatever structure is already present and um so there's a lot of shedding for me. Yeah whenever I'm on mushrooms, I go, wait a minute. I've been walking around all caught up and doing things right. And where did that come from? Oh, that came from the fact I live in a Christian culture and I consider mushrooms sacred. So of course I'm going to be all uptight. Then I'm, mm-hmm. that I'm not doing it wrong because we got killed for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. So oh, <laughs> We're kicked out of our houses as teenagers and I'm a gay person. So, so, that's the like layers that everybody's going to go through with their ceremony. And then you might be like, Oh, okay, get naked and fuck. And you're like, well, that doesn't feel good either. Cause sometimes you need a space where all those desires and, and like eating pizza and and doing all those things might need to be put aside because you're sensing, you're sensing a realm that wants to tell you something that you don't know yet. So don't crowd it. Don't crowd it with your hedonism. (laughs) so, so these are all explorations, and and I I used to say a month everything changes because I'm just I'm learning as a very humble person who mm-hmm. like um there's people I know who do 16 day fasts who who like do amlaches mm-hmm. and and then Sundance, and do all these things who probably know a little more than me and I don't do that but um, oh, that's... just because I don't have a community to support me yeah. or else I would but. So I'm approaching these things humbly, and it's I have found the mushroom path tells me what to do, which is um, pay attention to the plants outside. For instance, I'm surrounded by juniper trees, and I started researching juniper, and I found out it is slightly hallucinogenic, certain mm-hmm. species of it, as a smoke. And I had already been using Peganum harmala with my mushrooms because it's an MAO inhibitor. It potentiates mm-hmm. it. The ayahuasca vine is an MAO inhibitor to the chacruna plants DMT. So yeah. I found out that the Hunza shamans use frankincense, Syrian rue, and um, juniper. Frankincense, oh. Syrian rue, and juniper. Okay. Like things that I had been using. And they yeah. used it. Christian Ratch, who wrote a book about uh, an encyclopedia about psychedelic plants, said that it was used to contact the divining fairies for erotic dalliances. And nice. And I was like, that's cool. Okay. You can like avoid having to negotiate in an open relationship. <laughs> <laughs> like I okay, can't you know, I'm not all smart right. enough to do that in real life. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> but so 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 these I mean I'm sure as an herbalist you experience this all the time that something you've been drawn to really taps into something that was either growing outside your house mm-hmm. or part mm-hmm. of your lineage either in your dna or just curiosity yeah. yeah um so it's it's thrilling but i know a lot of like 8chan the website that that came after 4chan that is where all those the guy who shot up the el paso walmart or whatever that was created on a mushroom trip oh the guy who okay. created hchan it was a literally a vision like how do i create um website where all this garbage can happen that doesn't get busted um so like it could be that i was already leaning towards a relationship to plants that Mm -hmm. the mushrooms showed me that but i think i think it's a pretty common thing you just are able to see structures you're able to see systems yeah um and ceremony is a system and, and in my book, The Most Powerful Ceremony, and ceremonies are built on relationships. Like, I don't think you can read in a book like, oh, you know, you want to bring in this energy of the deva um, kuan yin, let's say. And and you can, you can do that. It may or may not work. But I find that relationships with people and friends, you pass on traditions. So yeah. when I went to Woutla de Jiménez, and did the ceremony with the elder. She held up a picture of Guadalupe and she said, do you know her? And I said, I live in New Mexico. I know Guadalupe. And she mm-hmm. says, you know, put her on your altar. And when you want to talk to us, you can talk through her like a Guadalupe telephone. Right. <laughs> so I did the ceremony with that intention. I put, I made a special Guadalupe with these mushrooms under her feet that I mm-hmm. had a friend draw. And I did a ceremony and oh my God, like, the light coming out of that Guadalupe I've never had a ceremony like that before since it was like a love slam down I call it the mosh pit of Guadalupe like it was literally this pink and green light coming out of the image slamming me in my heart crying 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 crying, like I was like a little child never loved before in my whole life like and and I believe that was because she was given to me by a person who came from a tradition and And that's how tobacco came into my life. I dated a woman who was Tarumara and she used tobacco and, and she was trained by a Cree medicine man and to do sweat lodge. And so she brought tobacco in her Mexican way and then also in the sweat lodge way. So, so that was given to me by a human, yeah. you know, the songs were given by a human. So, so these are all given by relationship. And I think, um, it it really makes a difference i think it's really hard there are certain things that came from the internet that work like Syrian rue yeah um but it also grows indigenously in new mexico that works out yeah <laughs> that's helpful yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Well, i think i think like there was i had an experience with cannabis we had a cannabis plant growing in our two of them yeah. growing in our yard and um, Growing because I planted them, not just randomly growing. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but, and, and so I spent the summer having conversations with these cannabis plants, you know, yeah. regular conversations. And one of the things that came from uh-huh. them well before the harvest, well before there was any like imbibing or anything like that involved was mm-hmm. they pretty much said to me, you know, you're human. You know, I, I was oh. asking about how, yeah. you know, how do we properly, how do I be respectful and proper because yeah. I want to be respectful and proper, but I don't have an ancestral heritage. I don't have a teacher. Yeah. There isn't somebody who's handing me this from my race. Yeah. And I was thinking about the different cultures and trying to find a way to make peace. And they said, you do realize yeah. you're all human. You're just yes. you're all human. Mm-hmm. So... You're human, you know, and and it was like this mind-blowing moment when I realized, yeah, you know, it doesn't – culture matters and it definitely does matter. And I'm not in any way trying to be disrespectful, but our skin color is only just our skin color. It's like a red rose versus a white rose. They're still roses and they still need, you know, soil that is – reasonably acid and or a little bit of acid not too much and they still need you know they still need the um rancid milk or whatever sour milk to help prevent the black spots and it doesn't matter what color the flowers are the sour milk will work for both of them to Mm -hmm. prevent black spot i mean it works you know we're all human well
2: in um robin while kimmerer's book braiding sweetgrass she said the problem was was the colonizers came and they kept one foot on the boat yeah um which, in my opinion of her book, which is about paying attention to what is growing from the ground, um like she found out that sweetgrass thrives if people pick it, yes. and it really serves no purpose other than its beautiful sweet smell, which mm-hmm. is an entity that clears a space with pure sweet it's called sweetgrass for a reason, yes, it yeah. clears a space with sweetness, unlike the stringency of sage um. Yeah. Which is kind of like get out. You know? yeah, yeah. Sage will chase um, so, things right out. Yeah. So there's this plant that like it doesn't care if you're white. Yeah. You know, it wants people it's to so come nice. gather a little bit. Yeah. And it's really hard to it doesn't even mind if you gather like a chunk. Yes. You know, so yeah. So that relationship it's it's hard because you were working so many through so many political issues. I yeah. taught at um the um Institute of American Indian Arts where all these young people were just like, you can't pay attention to plants and this and that. And then I found out, like, they lived in, like, AM, radio, res land, like, they had no relation, you know, they didn't have a garden, they didn't, you know, everything sucked for them. So they're just mad. And it's like, you know, we have to work through this together. and, And like, there's political attending to Indigenous communities that should happen anyway, regardless if you're an herbalist or not. Yeah. Um, but especially because these are indigenous ideas.
0: Were you aware that your website needs to be ADA compliant? If not, you could face a lawsuit or a fine. Legal action against websites without ADA compliance has seen an exponential increase since 2017, and it's only going up year to year. MudPa Design has a bulletproof system to make your website ADA compliant. Get a free audit at mudpoddesign.com slash free dash ADA dash audit today to find out how your website become ADA compliant within just 48 hours.
1: Yeah, finding the, I think it's, can be challenging if you don't have a teacher to find the right language, mm-hmm. the right way to do it. Yeah. and. Yeah. What I hear, not just, you know, from my own experiences and from what the plants and the animals and, you know, the rocks and, you know, everything, all of nature has told me, but also what I hear within many, many, many different cultural traditions is always walk with humility, always walk with respect. If you're respectful and you're humble, then what you do will end up being right action. Yeah. And it's all about right action as opposed to wrong or misaligned action.
2: Yeah. Also, once you're on the walk and it becomes part of your survival of just listening to the thing, like, you can't go back. Right. I mean, so yes. it's like, I'm sorry, I had to go build a thing and sweat inside of it. I'm sorry, yeah. I had to like, put those plants <laughs> and make it tea. I had to eat that, like, <laughs> like, you have a problem with it? I am, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, explain exactly how I hurt you. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as a writer, you know, it's there is a thing when you you step up and you become an herbalist teacher. And I think that's why herbalist teachers have so much to say about respecting communities like Kathleen Harrison um, of Botanical Dimensions works a lot with, um, you know, restoring trails, working with indigenous communities. And and so I think that that comes naturally. But there definitely is like a weird internet culture. Yeah. You know, because you do have like weird white witches who bought their white sage from Sephora and they're like right. passionate. You know, yeah. so I do feel a bit of a responsibility just to say like juniper and mullen are really great for smudge. Yeah. You know, because yeah. there's certain things we can do. We can we can take peyote out of the wording of yeah. our decriminalized movements and and we can say that like unless I'm invited in through a legitimate indigenous community to a peyote ceremony, you can do San Pedro instead. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I love San Pedro. And and you can look at what's actually
1: growing outside your door. I mean, if you live in Eugene, Oregon, like I do, you're not going to find white sage growing out here, Yeah, but you will find culinary sage. And you know what? Culinary sage is also holy. Use that. It really is. is oh my
2: gosh. It smells so good. <laughs> and also to acknowledge like one of the main um, toxins that I'm dealing with, we need to start speaking out loud about social media yeah. and the internet and the way it's created a world that we are actually living in. That is not real. That has right. nothing to do with the world. Like when I did my 25 grams plus Syrian Rue, it, it just kept saying like, your ecosystem is small girl. Like, you know, you Mm -hmm. think there's like a million people out there listening to you and you're affecting all these things you want to deal with. You know, it was during George Floyd. It was like, you want to deal with racism and Mm -hmm. and respond to what is going on. Like, figure out like your ecosystem, where are yes. you getting your eggs? Who's <laughs> You know, right. being subject to these issues in your community, which is literally like, it's a tiny town. So, yeah. so it said like, stop paying attention to this larger thing. Like you could do a meme, fine. It's yes. not going to help anybody. Right. But what you can do is, is become in balance with your ecosystem. And, yes. and the mushrooms were saying, it's really surprising the power structures, hierarchies, toxins that are killing people really come down to to like growing your own i mean it's, it's, i felt crazy saying it but it really comes down to growing your own food and yeah. kindness and yeah. relationships
1: yeah i mean it's ultimately it is the right the best way to live is ultimately really yeah. simple i mean it is yeah. be kind be humble yeah you know yeah do things as close to home as you can Maybe yeah. you, maybe you can't get something that you really need and you're going to have to use, you know, Amazon or whatever. That's fine. But uh-huh. for everything else, try to do it as close to home as possible because then you're yeah. supporting your own communities. Try to yeah. stay off of not just social media but all of the various distractions a little bit more. You know, there's yes. nothing wrong with a little distraction. Sometimes, that's why we have books to read now, you know. Yeah. That's why we've been telling stories for a majority of human existence we need distraction mm-hmm. a little bit it's okay
2: just not yeah. all the
1: time <laughs> you
2: know? we're finite we're finite creatures with finite influence like there's so many people this podcast will influence so as I speak to you I'm aware of, of who's listening as opposed to thinking like everyone around the world needs to be told to like right you know, and <laughs> yeah. fascism you know? yeah right
1: <laughs> Yeah. You know, take care. Take care of what's Nuance. around you. Yes. Take yeah. care of what's around you. Take care of yeah. the people that you really have, the real people that you have yeah. connection with.
2: And also, the when we do ceremony, one of the things that comes up a lot is, do I have a song? You know, mm-hmm. like when I had a mountain literally speak to me, it started fractalizing and in, in actual letters that yeah. I didn't understand. And I just felt so sad. I was like, you know, I, I can't speak back with this like encyclopedic knowledge, but I could have a mountain song. Yeah. Just a simple mountain song that right. I did, and I was like, okay, goals. I need to like right. find in case that happens again, to say, like, hey, I see you, you're looking like this. telling me the Encyclopedia Britannica, I don't understand. Hey, right. like, okay, thank you. Yeah. I love it, I love the idea of a mountain
1: song that you can hold in your heart and sing as yeah. every time. every time you encounter a mountain, every time you, yeah. you know, go up. We see a mountain. Yeah. I mean, I see a mountain ranges every day on the way home. They're small yeah. mountains, but they're still mountains, you know? Yep.
2: I've heard that, um, I mean, the book by uh, called Songlines um, by Chatwin, Bruce Chatwin, talks about how the indigenous people of Australia would walk through the landscape and they would have yeah. songs that took them from one place to another yeah. that would tell the origin stories and also... If you went to a neighboring people's, they would tell from the rhythm which landscape it was. Yeah. So they would be able to say, like, "Hey, I, like, oh, I went through that mountain." Yeah, because they could tell in the rhythm of the song. And and so, yeah. like, mountain songs are a pretty simple thing that literally you just have to look at it and go, like, <laughs> "You know, these are the beats." <laughs> and yeah. an old indigenous old way of singing is is common across cultures and races, and it's just kind of like. In terms of ceremony with the intention of connecting to the women I did ceremony in Wallow with, um, when I burned Copal that mm-hmm. is from that place, it was crazy. It was like the grandmothers showed up, like a whole wow. room of grandmas oh, yes. coming to teach me about how, when you walk in the garden, when you walk in the garden, pay attention to the tiny birds. Like, don't just yes. pay attention to like the birds that eat meat, they said, right. pay attention to the tiny birds, yes. the ones that fly around the heads of the saints. And so just a smoke a particular medicine brought in that yeah. teaching and that yeah. would not have happened otherwise. Right.
1: Yeah. It's amazing yeah. how that, you know, a ceremony, whatever it may be, can really mm-hmm. it, it strengthens and it shapes the medicine and, yeah. And that gives you, I personally, I think it gives you a deeper, a deeper healing. Yeah.
2: And I think reciprocity as a concept is, is how you, cause mushroom trips last a good eight hours. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like you're do, like a Catholic thing where you're sitting there and you go through some mm-hmm. motions and then you just sit there, like you are required to participate. And yeah. so it's a thing of like, okay, what do they want me to do? And yeah. I found mushrooms to be very bossy. Like they're like, put more tobacco down, burn the smoke, do this, <laughs> do that. And then, or, or like go outside and, and get lost a little bit. Um, so I think we can often think that um, that it needs to go a certain way. And there's there's a point where you have to just let it lose yourself a little yeah. bit as part of it too. Let go of the reins. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and um, I had a wild experience at a Airbnb I stayed at where the person wanted me to attend the ceremony of, of blessing of the space, and it was a white witch who showed up, and um, I'm so deep in with the mushrooms and other mm-hmm. ceremonies, I was laughing so hard because she brought like a beaver skin, and she was like, I want to bring in water, and she held up the beaver skin as like a symbol of water. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a concept that I've learned through the ways, of like in our old ways, the beaver's not a symbol of anything. The right. beaver's beaver that literally yeah. brings in beaver, right. um, and this isn't about white or Lakota or anything. It's it's yeah. it's how symbology in the old ways works. So right. I was like, wow, like she's coming at this like a Protestant right book club lady yeah, <laughs> like, right right. Yeah. she was like this symbolizes this and she had yeah. the outfit and everything and we'd sit in the circle and I was just laughing because I like, <laughs> like the ways that I swim through these things like nothing is a symbol of anything right <laughs> you know like, it is what it is yeah yeah like rose yeah. doesn't represent love like if you're an herbalist rose just roses like the, an entity a life-changing yeah. smell it, it does something to your yeah. system it's got a lot of vitamin c it it's not a symbol right so i yeah. think in terms of ceremony check yourself as to like because that's what colonization did it took our medicine turned it into language yeah you know so you can just say rose means this it's like no i need fucking actual rose here <laughs> I <need> gonna <something laughs> right. save my life here
1: yeah yeah Yeah. That makes
2: a lot of sense.
1: That makes a lot of sense. And trust
2: your resonance, trust your instincts, trust your feelings. Like if you're not feeling it, you're probably not in it. Like I did a ceremony in Mexico with a Mazatec woman who um, was very, very Catholic. And I didn't know that there's a difference between like practitioners in the Maria Sabina tradition and then the regular Mazatec Catholics. And so Mm -hmm. So I was crawling on the ground on like a good five grams going like, I'm not in ceremony. Are you? And everyone was like, no, I'm not. (laughs) So so we were tripping, but it wasn't happening. It wasn't the same.
1: Yeah, it wasn't
2: happening. And it was also it would have been dangerous to think it was because then you're reaching and. And that's when you go into that colonized zone of like, I'm supposed to feel something. I mean, right. that's what Catholic school was for so many people, yeah. right. you know, except me who was just like, give me Jesus. Like I was really into like, <laughs> 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 for most people, it was just like dumb symbols. And you're just like, no, right. are you making me feel like I should feel something when I don't. So, yeah. so I often say like, if you're in a, don't set an intention too hard if you're new to mushrooms, because you don't know the space that you're going in. Like, let yourself fall in and go, where am I? Is this, because mushrooms are amazing no matter what. Um, But it's good to recognize, is this artistic? Is this social? Is this um, maybe a physical healing thing where you're just going to lie down and feel a little sick and then feel better? Or is it ceremony? Which is, you'll know. You'll know if you're in it. And you'll be busy. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, and honestly, I think that kind of holds true for all the herbal medicines or all the plants. Mm -hmm. I mean,
2: you know, if you're in
1: ceremony with yarrow, for instance, it might be a very different experience than if you're putting yarrow on a wound to heal the literal cut in your arm you know, that yarrow may not have to stand up and speak to you because yarrow is going to help your body do what your body needs to do. Your mind doesn't need to understand it. It just needs to let go and let yarrow and your body do its job.
2: And I think there's a misunderstanding that people who use them in really holy ways won't just do them on a Tuesday like that. Um, Because I definitely, I use um, LSD as a social thing like mm-hmm. mushrooms are so powerful for me that I tend to only use them in ceremony but right. I'll use other things recreationally or just to feel better yeah yeah, yeah.
1: well thank you so much this thank has you. definitely given me a lot to think about I expect our listeners are going to be thinking about it too <laughs> about how to make changes and how to be in ceremony with the medicines
2: yeah yeah These things are still Schedule 1. Be careful out there. Yes, Um, yes,
1: yeah. And it definitely, we're not advocating breaking the law for anybody. So, you know, don't do that. Yeah. But.
2: (laughs) The information's out there. We've been doing this all over the world for thousands of years. We know what we're doing. Yes. Especially you herbalists out there. It's a real honor to share this with the herbal community because... Like, as I said, I'm so humbled in the face of the knowledge that plant people have. It's yeah. way huge. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm honored to have you with
1: us today. Mm-hmm. And I loved, again, loved the wild kindness. How can people get a
2: hold of you? And how can they get a hold of your book? Um, you can get a hold of the book at bookshop.org or any other online thing or your you can call your local bookstore. They can order it in a heartbeat. And uh, you can find me on betwilliams.com. That's two T's, betwilliams.com and on Instagram under Ferrell Williams with an F. Lovely. And I will make sure I have links in the show notes. Thank you so yeah. very much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. It has. Oh, I can't wait to follow your podcast more. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, and you've got a podcast too. I do. It's called No Cures Only Alchemy. You can find it on Spotify and yes. other sites. Yes.
1: About
2: psychedelics
0: and culture. Yay. Thank you. So as always, put an herb on it. it. The statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration, FDA, and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast or any affiliated websites is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. You should not use the information on this podcast and its affiliated websites for a diagnosis or treatment of any health problem. Always consult with a healthcare professional before starting any new vitamins, supplements, diet, or exercise program before taking any medication. Or if you have or suspect you might have a health problem, any testimonials, questions, or case studies are based on individual results and do not constitute a guarantee that you will achieve the same results.